What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. We begin this evening with the big developments on foreign policy. President Donald Trump said earlier today that he's going to be lifting the recently imposed sanctions against Turkey. Now, he added those sanctions October 16th. And he says that Turkey is now complying with a ceasefire agreement along with Kurdish forces in Syria. Now, the president also said, I'll correct myself, October 14th were when those sanctions went into place. The president also said that should should President Erdogan of Turkey break this permanent ceasefire, that he's fully prepared to have more sanctions that are added, and he also threatened tariffs on commodities such as steel. The president uh, was made this announcement from inside of the White House earlier today. He was backed by Vice President Mike Pence, as well as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who again had just traveled to the region the other week to negotiate the temporary ceasefire. Remember, folks, this was getting criticism not just not just from Democrats, but also from Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. A lot of folks were unsure about how the president was negotiating with with Turkey, but also what he what message he was conveying to Kurdish allies in the region. Take a listen to uh, what President Trump said earlier today at the White House about this. Here it is. Today's announcement validates our course of action with Turkey that only a couple of weeks ago was scorned. And now people are saying, wow, what a great outcome. Congratulations. It's too early to me to be congratulated. But we've done a good job. We've saved a lot of lives. Uh, joining us on the telephone line now is Jonathan Shanzer. He is a senior vice president for research at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies. He is also uh, a frequent uh, individual who testifies before Capitol Hill on these foreign relations issues. He previously worked at the Treasury Department as a terror finance analyst. Jonathan, it's great to have you on the program. All right. Reaction. Should folks be concerned or congratulatory regarding the president's actions today with Syria? I, I think pe people should be concerned. I think that uh, the president's right that it's very early to congratulate him. But it, basically, I think what the president has left out is that uh, the president of Turkey, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, was in Sochi yesterday speaking with the president of Russia. They sat in a meeting for seven hours. And the result of that was a decision on their part to jointly operate in northern Syria together to cleanse the area of the YPG. And the YPG, of course, is this Kurdish group that lost 11,000 lives on behalf of the United States fighting against ISIS. So what, what's basically happened over the last 24 hours is an agreement between Russia and Turkey to engage in ethnic cleansing along a long strip of that border between Turkey and Syria. And the U.S. has been left out of the decision-making altogether. Well, this is what I don't understand, because in addition to those developments, Turkey has also suggested in the last five or seven days or so that they potentially have nuclear ambitions. Make sense of that for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, this is something actually that, that happened uh, over the course of the U.N. General Assembly. Uh, the president of Turkey came out and said this. Uh, of course, this is all happening at a time where, you know, we're imposing sanctions on Iran uh, for its nuclear ambitions, and this would be a very unwelcome development. I should also note that, that, that this is by far not the only thing that Turkey has done or said that has made us very uncomfortable. Uh, they helped Iran evade sanctions between 2012 and 2015, helping Iran net something in the vicinity of $20 billion in cash and gold. And one of the bankers that was just, uh, he actually was arrested here in the United States. He was sentenced. He served a jail time for about a year. He returned back to Turkey, and um, they just uh, named him as the head of the Istanbul Stock Exchange, basically as a finger in the eye to the United States. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Wow. All right. Well, li- listen. So President Trump, when he was speaking today earlier at the White House regarding lifting the sanctions that he had just recently imposed against Turkish President Erdogan and, and Turkey, said, made the case that, that many Americans are, are deeply skeptical. And this isn't just a Republican or a Democrat feeling, but you know this. I mean, there are folks who are skeptical of, 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 of U.S. engaging in long-term foreign policy conflicts with no end in sight. He, you know, there was there was a slight political undertone with that argument that he made. But you look at polling, which would suggest that there's also this angst and uncertainty of a go it alone type of strategy, especially as it relates to international coalitions. Jonathan, I want to play for you what Senator Lindsey Graham, the Republican from South Carolina, had to say earlier today following the developments at the White House, because I think he's tapping into that skepticism that many Americans feel when they hear these these brash of, of, of headlines that come very, very quickly from this White House. Here's Senator Lindsey Graham. And it's possible to end it well, but you cannot rely on Syria, Russia, or Turkey to protect the United States against ISIS. That's a different argument, Jonathan, than I think, than obviously that President Trump made, but also that I think other Republicans who disagree with the president on this issue have made before. He's saying, by doing this, you're elevating Russia. I think that's right. Uh, and and by, by no means should we accept Turkey as uh, a protector of the United States. It's very unclear why the president would want to do this. In fact, uh, Turkey actually led in, in part to the rise of ISIS by keeping their border open, by allowing fighters to stream across the border. Uh, and we actually just heard recently at my organization, Brett McGurk, the former envoy for combating uh, ISIS, basically said this, and I think it was the first public acknowledgement of that by a former U.S. official. So uh, I think that Lindsey Graham is correct, but I think there's also one other thing to point out here, and that is that we were keeping a lid on what was happening in Syria with a very, very small force, that with a few hundred fighters, and we've not seen a lot of casualties, we haven't seen a lot of clashes, we were keeping some of these other forces at bay. And it was really unclear to, I think, all of us, 
when the president made his very hasty announcement that we were going to be standing down and allowing the Turks to stream through, there was no reason to do it. There was no immediate emergency that would suggest that we needed to get out of the way or we were going to suffer certain consequences. All right, Jonathan Shanzer, I I really want to thank you for for coming on our program. Please come and join us in the Bloomberg studio when you get a chance. Uh, And and that's Jonathan Shanzer, everybody. He is uh, the Senior Vice President for Research at the Foundation for Defense Democracies. He also previously has worked at the Treasury Department. He's traveled all throughout the Middle East, Iraq, Yemen, Egypt, Morocco, Kuwait, Qatar, Turkey, Jordan, Israel. I mean, he really has been everywhere, and he is a a sought-after voice on these issues. So thank you, Jonathan, for making the time for us. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.